0: Ghost Writer. Writer, not writer. It's the news, according to me. Good afternoon. It is 12, well it's actually 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. 1300. February 13th. Oh, huh. interesting. 1 o'clock p.m. Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. Here we are. It is the news according to me. I am your host, Kevin. With um, a few things to say today. But but first, I must get to something more important. At the top of my list is
1: what's in my cup. I have Chick-fil-A sweet tea. That's right. Chick-fil-A sweet tea.
0: In a world where I drink... Sweet, sweet tea from Chick Fil A. It, that's good stuff. Well, I have um, I have no backup cup. I already drank my chai. Um, I was in Rochester, New York, uh, yesterday. Got back got back today. Um, I was thinking I might have a show show yesterday afternoon, and, and things got so ridiculously uh, just ridiculous, ridiculously ridiculous. That's what happened, and. I was unable to get a well, well what what okay here's what ended up happening. Um, I was in Rochester. I had had a little break in the afternoon. I thought maybe, you know, this just be a good time to do a show. I'll just sit down for ten minutes. Okay, maybe I'll lay down for ten minutes. Just just, just you know, for ten minutes, just uh, just a quick quick cat nap. It was about noon. It was a little bit actually before noon, I think it was about, about eleven o'clock. And next thing I know, three hours later. I'm crawling out of bed, off the bed there, and I was very uh, I – must, I must have needed a little bit more sleep than I thought. I, I slept pretty good the night before, but it um, did not work out that way apparently. Apparently, I was at a little bit of a deficit apparently. So, uh, after a, a, a hearty workout um, and a nice fine dinner
1: with a grilled salmon and some rice, of course, some sweet tea and a good salad. I, uh, I was just
0: done. I was just done for the day. And uh, there you there you go. I was just done. And uh, apparently I fell asleep again about 8.30. <laughs> and I woke up about uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I, then I had a hard time getting back to sleep. But I, I just, it felt good though. I was, I was, I'd rather do that than just, you know, try to force myself to stay awake. I had a good restful time. I, I did have to get up early this morning. I, I got up at 4 a.m. this morning. Actually, a little before that. I got up at 4 a.m. this morning just to Get prepared for my flight. I had to go to I had to go. Up, I had to fly from Rochester to Chicago and then drive home. So it was. <clears throat> it was a very uh, about two hours of flying, and two hours of driving. Got home about eleven o'clock, and I've, I've had. It, I was on. The, I've been on the phone this afternoon. Not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, Thursday and Friday there will be a show tomorrow morning. I don't know if there's going to be a show tomorrow. It's probably most likely going to be a show that happens. Either later in the day or uh, not at all, one of the two. Uh, it's possible it could happen early in the morning. It kind of depends on what they what they put on my schedule for tomorrow. I do. I'm on a particular schedule tomorrow that I don't. I won't know till this evening. So there you go. That's, that's my story. Sticking with it. In the meantime, let's. I just. I want to dive into this whole thing that's going on with Joe Biden, because it's just there's so much confusion and there, there's so much gaslighting going on right these days uh, gaslighting is when they they tell you something over and over and if you say anything different or if you you know if you're, if you're lying they just basically say your are lying eyes or your eyes are lying to you and your ears are, are lying to you what you're what you're hearing is not what you're hearing what you're seeing is not what you're seeing let's talk about this a little bit now what what <sighs> it's kind of a complicated mess and i really wish i had a whiteboard i could kind of put some some Diagrams out here for you to help kind of weed through all this wackiness. Because I think the general public, even those of of this audience, anyway, that are very astute and, and intelligent and alive and awake and know what's going on, not woke, you're just awake and you know what's going on, still have, I think there's still some confusion about this whole thing. And rightly so, because that's their intent. Certainly, the left and the left media, and even the people on the right and the rhinos that are out there, don't want you to understand what's happening here because there's, there's still, a, even, even among the, the rhino Republicans in name only, the, the ones who are establishment Republicans
1: or the ones who are anti Trump, do not want you to understand what's going on here. What we really have is a
0: situation. That is uh, – it's all screwed up now. The, Demo- the Democrats are – even James Carville and some of these other people are screaming right now about this buffoon that they've got running that's in the White House now. Now, you, you have to realize behind the scenes, it is just really heating up. There, I'm sure there's been a lots of little conversations here and there between you know, people here and there, that, that the, that the people that they trust that are part of the left-wing establishment who are making these comments that, you know, they're, they're amongst themselves. They're talking, saying, "Well, we, oh, we, we got to get somebody else besides Joe Biden in there, but we have no choice right now. We can't wait for the convention. Maybe something's going to happen there. And that, and that, that is their intent. Their intent was to try to keep Joe above water all the way to the convention. I, I still think they're, I, I contend they're still going to try to do that. However, they're turning on him very quickly here. And behind the scenes, if you've got people like James Carville, who was, for those of you who don't remember, Bill Clinton's number one campaign manager when he won in – it was 92. 92 was the first time. He, yeah, that was his first uh, election. The 92 election. And it's – when you have those kinds of people behind the scenes – Now, Hillary Clinton has become very quiet all of a sudden. Like within the last two weeks, she said very little. Now, I'd like to be able to play, and I I might be able to do this at least sometime this week, I'd like to play some of the things that people were saying about Joe Biden earlier this month, let alone what they're saying now,
1: since this report has come out. Now, Kamala Harris, where do I even begin with that? I don't, even, I don't even know what to say about her.
0: This, this is a woman – I guess she's come out and said she's ready to serve. And I have not heard this interview. I've not heard her say anything. I've only seen – I've only read reports and seen thumbnails of things. But I can just – I can imagine what she – how she would say it. She'd probably be shaking her head side to side saying, I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to serve. Like, just like the whole don't come, don't come thing. That's probably, probably, what, that's probably what she's saying. She's ready to serve. I don't, know, I don't know what the question was that was asked of her. You know, if something happened to the president, would you be ready to serve? I'm ready to serve. You're not ready to serve anything. You're ready to serve base. you know, maybe some, some chocolate cake. This lady is so phony. I mean, you can talk about imposter
1: syndrome. This, this lady has it. She is an utter between her and jean Claude Pierre. I don't know. I don't know which Corrine Jean-Claude
0: Jean-Pierre, but Corrine Jean-Pierre, just to be fair. That's, that's her name. KJP, former rap artist, hip hop artist. She, uh,
1: she has these issues with being able to speak. If, if I played a little bit of her stuff...
0: I, I should probably, probably put together like a compilation of her just stammering over words constantly. Just, she can't just say a sentence without any kind of – like mid, mid-sentence changing what she's saying, repeating herself, changing what she's saying, re, just constantly doing that. Drives me nuts. This person is a professional spokesperson, and she can't say a single sentence
1: without messing it all up, without stumbling over herself. It is absolute pathetic. But I digress. Let's talk about Joe Biden and the issues going on here. They're in deep trouble.
0: They're, in, they're, they're having problems because now there are some, some big folks. I guarantee you the phone calls that are going on behind the scenes right now since this report has come out. And then to have Joe come out and try to defend himself and in the process –
1: just continue to make more gaffes. This is looking horrible for them. So now here's what's happening. The documents scandal, the
0: classified documents scandal. And the whole reason this is an issue is because there's classified documents. Joe Biden comes out and says there were no top-secret classified documents. You no, know, nothing with the red stuff on it, in the corners.
1: You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, because we've all seen classified documents. There, are, there are, There's all kinds of
0: different sub classifications to, to something called a classified document. There's top-secret documents. There's classified documents. There's highly classified. There's, you know, eyes-only documents. There's all kinds of things like that. that are, it's just... The, the, the list goes on and on. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a geopolitical expert. I'm not, I'm not an expert on financial services or counseling. I'm not, a, I'm not a classified documents expert either. I've never worked for NARA. However, here's the, here's the here's what's going on. They're comparing the two cases between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Now, there's, look, I've, I've made this case before, but let me just lay this out once, once again. Donald Trump was president of the United States, had within his possession documents that would have been considered classified because he classified them because they were presidential documents. There's just the nature of some. some for instance, when James Comey had a private meeting, when the, when the director of the FBI has a private meeting with the president of the United States, guess what happens to the notes that James Biden, that James, Biden James Comey takes? Those now become classified documents.
1: James Comey took those notes, gave them to someone else, with the express purpose of them being passed on to the press. And yet James Comey is the he he doesn't think his poop stinks. Because he's an ethics professor at whatever college you know he was working for. Cambridge or wherever it was. So he's, you know, he's beyond reproach. You know, he couldn't have done
0: anything wrong. And the whole reason why he, he didn't give it directly to the press was because he didn't feel that was right. But he gave it to
1: somebody else to give it to the press, which absolved him of all responsibility, supposedly. That's in his head, that's how that works. Well, I didn't kill him, but I, I just gave the knife to somebody else to kill the guy. So it, it wasn't me that killed him. So so this is the kind of people we're dealing with. And and, so one of the things that he – that we have going on
0: here – now, remember, in 2016, James Comey got in front of the entire world. Not the DOJ, but James Comey, because Loretta Loretta Lynch apparently had a conflict of interest for her to get up and say anything about it. So so James Comey got up and said, read through the entire laundry list of all the crimes, crimes, Hillary Clinton – Not as president, only as secretary of state. Crimes that she committed with her servers, her devices, passing on classified information, emailing people with her classified information from
1: a server that was unsecured. That we know was hacked. And James Comey says, no reasonable prosecutor would bring charges against her. When James Comey was confronted and
0: some people asked him questions and said, she claims, she said before Congress, she said before Congress, she said she only had one device or whatever, whatever. and then he said she had multiple devices.
1: In other words, she lied to Congress. Do you see any charges being filed to Hillary Clinton? Do you see anything happening there? Hillary Clinton, her foundation helped, her campaign, sorry, helped to fund the Steele dossier that was filled with lies. It's all fabricated.
0: The dossier that was used by James Comey in that meeting
1: to shake down President Trump. This is the kind of stuff that's out there, he said. He's trying to get a reaction from Trump. Letting him know, hey, we got this information on you. You need to play ball with us. You need to you know, do what we want you to do.
0: I think Trump's reaction to it was, oh, okay, well, that's the kind of stuff that's out there. Okay, whatever.
1: It wasn't him. Did he, what, what was he supposed to say to that? Next thing you know, Comey gets fired. Then he goes on a rampage. Because that's what true patriots do. That's what non-political, unbiased
0: individuals who work for our FBI, apparently that's what they do. They go on a rampage and go against the president, write books and go on book tours, make fun of the president, demean him. We'll just send a couple guys over and get Michael Lynch to while we're at it. Just send a couple
1: guys over. Because they're in disarray right now. Normally there's protocols we go through, but we're just going to send a couple guys over. And no, you don't have to have your lawyer there, Mike. That's okay. You don't, you don't have to do that. It's just going to be a conversation. Oh, you lied to us. We're, now we're going to hold you in contempt. We're going to put you in prison. And we're going to get you out of your position. Yeah. This is how we do things now. And Joe Biden, very similar to what James Comey said, he's too old and
0: his memory's not good enough to stand trial to convince a jury that he was guilty of anything, and besides, he's a sitting president, and we can't indict a sitting president. If they have it their way, they, they will be able to indict him when he, when he leaves office, but of course, he's not going to last long after he leaves office, probably, if he, if he even makes it that long. The only way he's out, going out, probably he's in a – or he's or a long way, probably. But he, not that I wish that on him. I just, I'm just saying, he's he's, he's barely able to stand up on his own now. So, we, so we have this these these issues here, where this guy writes this report, and,
1: and Kamala Harris, as a former as a former prosecutor, talking as I'm talking through my nose. I'm telling you this. Just hearing her voice is like. I actually –
0: I can actually you – know, actually, fingers on a chalkboard don't really bother me, but it apparently bothers some people. So I'll, so I'll just use the term, fingers on a chalkboard. It makes my stomach turn when I hear her talk, especially when she's trying to be serious about something because she, she cannot be – the dis, disingenuous nature of everything she says is beyond the pale. It just, it just rattles my cage. I, I know she's not being serious or – genuine about anything she's saying and then she tries to talk she gets this goggle thing in the back of her throat when she's trying to be funny she's trying to kind of laugh as she's talking and i'm sorry but that is as phony as phony can be she's trying to get you to laugh with her and when she's saying something and in reality that's not what's going on here she's trying to influence you it's 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 a believe there's something called a believe me look in in the face in 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 uh, body language or somebody says something they want you to come along with them and and believe them this is what she's doing with her voice it's exactly what she's doing with her voice when she when she does this she's got this laughing thing she'll do kind of it's it's the cackle but it's it's without the cackle but it's got this back of the throat kind of talk thing that she's trying to laugh as she's saying it I'll, I'll, i'll get some examples this week we'll play them I'll Try to educate you guys on how to analyze the way a person speaks a little bit. So she's she's you know sitting there in the wings, and the Democrats are saying, "Oh, even they don't want her to be there." Now I guarantee you, if 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 Joe Biden were to drop dead today, and Kamala Harris were to be sworn into as the president, all of a sudden she would be the greatest thing since sliced bread. They would treat her like she she's the first African American and Indian
1: woman first person of color female to be president and she's ours and folks as the incumbent this is this is what this is where the sticky wicket comes for them as the incumbent she is assumed to be the nominee if she declares her running She's assumed to be the head of the DNC at that point.
0: She has a, all of a sudden she has a campaign fund. It all falls into place automatically according to their rules. Now they can change those. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen at the convention. And there may be some, but I guarantee you there will be some struggling and some positioning and posturing behind the scenes in this whole process if that's what happens. If Joe Biden resigns,
1: the only way he's going to do that is if the DNC convinces him to do so. Of course, Jill and Barack Obama, Valerie Jarrett, will all have to be behind it. Now,
0: there's some word out there on the street that Michelle Obama is going to keep saying she doesn't want to be president, doesn't want to be president. I'm, I'm telling you, this is all strategy because what they, what they want to do is they want to protect themselves from any kind of – they want to live a normal life as long as they can because if, if Michelle Obama came out today and said, well, if, if something – you know, if Joe were to step down, I would, I would run. Or if she showed any interest at all in being the president, I guarantee you she would – there would be a huge landslide of effort going
1: after her. She's staving that off right now. Her life is not under scrutiny. She's not under a microscope right
0: now. She can pretty, pretty much stay at home, do nothing. She can wait until August or even
1: end of August or who knows when. Maybe sometime in October she can announce that she's going to do it. And of course, you know,
0: she's not going to be running anything. It's going to be... Barack's machine and, and Barack is a puppet as well he's just as much of a pu- puppet he's just a good speak well speak well speaking uh,
1: speak good he is he's good at speaking but the real hand in the puppet is Valerie Jarrett by the way Barack can't think for himself Here's, here's part of the mess now. Here, here's where we, let's get back to the documents now. Let's talk about
0: this a little bit. Joe Biden has in his possession, knowingly, by the way, was according to the report, even though he says he didn't know it. So they're trying, to, they're trying to keep this narrative out there that Joe Biden just happened to accidentally, his staff apparently packed up some, some papers and they happened to get stuck in his garage somehow that, along with some other stuff of his personal belongings where they got moved. Of course, it was in his garage, in his basement, in some filing cabinets, also at Penn, UPenn,
1: University of Pennsylvania. Happened to be in a closet there. Now, there are a lot of unanswered questions. And here's some
0: big ones that I think need to be answered, and I don't think they have been answered completely yet. The UPenn documents were the first ones found that we know of. I have the feeling something triggered, either, either something triggered them looking for them or somebody just ran across them. Now, I guarantee you. He claims that his lawyers found them. I don't care who found them. Uh, lawyers, are, are lawyers
1: automatically somehow privy to, to classified documents? Do they have top secret clearance? So it's okay
0: for them to find these documents. I don't care if it was the cleaning lady or if it was a an FBI agent. I don't. I don't care. Are they? Are, who?
1: How, who says they're classified, top secret, classified documents? Exam, you know, people. And they they weren't just moving boxes. They were going through stuff because, unless the
0: box was marked top secret classified or something. The, the papers were inside, supposedly, these boxes that were in the closet. in a lock, They were in a locked closet. Who cares if it was locked
1: or not? Somebody had the key to it. Guaranteed the janitor probably had a key to it. Who found them? What was known? Who knew it? When did they know it? And how in the world did those documents get there? Because Joe Biden has never been the president when he was. There are documents that I believe the ones that were in his home. That were top secret classified documents that were never supposed to leave a skiff. At the time, not when he was vice president, even when he was a senator. He told the ghostwriter. Now, remember what I told, said about how these people don't write their own books. All of a sudden, they come out with a book. Mike Pence leaves office, and in, in six months, he's got a book out there. This is a ghost writer. This is,
0: this is what I'm talking about. These people, they, they tell them a little bit of story. They tell them what they want to have to say, to say in this book, and then the person comes up with the book, and they kind of go back and forth with it until they get it to where they, where they like it. They go through all these notes. They don't write the book. These people don't write. They
1: don't don't sit down with a typewriter and start writing books. the ghostwriter doing all this stuff. Well, the ghostwriter was in communication with old Joe back when he was
0: out of office after he left the, the vice presidency. And things, now, evidence was destroyed. The... Ghostwriter probably recorded all these conversations. In fact, I, we know that he recorded most of them. He or she, whoever it was. The, okay, It was a he. They have a name for the ghostwriter. So this person was, was taking all these notes and recording things that, that Joe was saying.
1: Well, a lot of, guess what? When he found out that there was this investigation going on, uh, that some of those things got destroyed. Some of those notes and stuff, the doesn't have all those notes. Some of them got deleted. So, so the FBI got a hold
0: of all this stuff, all these notes and stuff, and then some of those disappeared. For the FBI lost some of them. I, I'm, I'm amazed at how incompetent our FBI is and the way they lose,
1: conveniently lose so much evidence in court cases like this. It just blows my mind how, how incompetent they can be. Supposedly highly
0: professional organization, Federal Bureau of Investigations, and they're losing evidence left and right all the time. I don't know who has a laptop right now. I don't know who has it. I don't know. You, I, uh, Mr. Ray, you know who has the laptop right now? I, I don't know.
1: I don't, I don't know where the laptop is right now. I, don't know. I have no idea. Oh, there's a laptop. I didn't know, there was you know there's Hunter laptop.
0: Well, it's not a laptop; it's a hard drive. Oh, whoa, okay. Well, oh, so you know where it is? No, I don't know where it is. I uh, mean, you know, like right this minute, I don't know. What the? It depends on the meaning of the word "is." This guy's in charge of the FBI, so we have all this stuff going on now. Joe Biden has
1: documents knowingly, according to this report according to what he said to his ghostwriter. Has the documents, knowingly, even says
0: nobody knows he has this stuff, according to the ghostwriter. Ghostwriter had, had access to and was privy to and has in, had in their possession documents that were considered classified. Notes taken from classified documents that were—it's information that was classified. But he didn't want to have to go back and forth to the to the NARA, so he just jotted down the things and took
1: them took him with him. Stole, but he, that, that, you're not supposed to do that. When you go into a skiff. The notes that you take out have to be approved.
0: He, this is like Sandy Berger. I don't know if you remember. You guys remember this when when Clinton was leaving when it was in office right at the end. Sandy Berger went to Nara and was taking, stole documents, stuffed them in his pants. And that was okay. Oh, that's just Sandy. Oh, that's just the way Sandy is. Sandy just, you know, he just stuffs, th- you have to understand who he is. He's just a doddering old man. And he's just probably stuffed that stuff in his pants, just thinking that's where he's going to do it. No, he, w- he was smuggling stuff out of Nara. No charges. Donald Trump, on the other hand, takes things that he deemed to be his personal items and information that he would have considered declassified. He has, the, he has full authority to do that. He hasn't to file any paperwork. NARA works for the president. president doesn't work for NARA. There isn't some organization over the president and his ability to declassify something. He can declassify anything he wants, anytime. He can, even, he can even divulge sources and methods if he wants to. Of course, Joe Biden was asked about this whole thing when, when they found, found these uh, documents classified documents in, in Trump's home, which were under lock and key that the FBI saw, and there was also a, a facility that the Secret Service was
1: there. Now, they aren't standing guard at the door, but the FBI knew where stuff was, and the, all, the only recommendation they gave was that they, they put another lock on the door, put a secondary lock on the door. But then they had to make a big show this FBI raid when, while Donald Trump wasn't there at, at Mar-a-Lago. And
0: they have to go through the whole house. Then they take these documents and they start scattering them around, putting them in boxes, making it look like this guy's just a drunken hillbilly, got them stashed all over his house.
1: They're just scattered all over the place. And they took pictures of that stuff. When just at at the same very moment, there were documents sitting in Joe Biden's garage in
0: a Dilapidated box, according to the according to the report, that's the way they were found. Now I don't know who found them. So who found this stuff? What triggered the investigation, and who gave them authority to look for the stuff, and who found the stuff? Who knew what and when did they know it? We don't have any of that information at this point. They're claiming that the FBI was involved in the search
1: for these documents, or somehow that's it's very sketchy. Mike Pence looked for his own documents. He, you know, he, he was interviewed. He said, oh, no, I
0: don't, have, I don't have anything like that. But then he wanted to get on the bandwagon and get, you know, get attention as well and say, oh, I do have some classified documents. In, in an effort to be, you know, uh, uh, overly
1: cautious, we just, the, you know, whatever they said it. We went and looked for these documents and we found a few. And we turned them over right away. Gave them to my lawyer right away. I'm a lawyer, you know,
0: whatever. So now your lawyer, again, who who has top secret clearance here? Somehow
1: lawyers are magic beans that It just blows my mind. So now the news is trying to tell us that, well, you know, and
0: here's the conundrum they got themselves into. Their reason for not leveling charges at, Joe Biden is because he's, dodder, he's a doddering old man who has a bad memory. Well, that ticked off everybody in the administration. And all of a sudden, they're telling us, he's the sharpest guy I know. Oh, he's the most, he's the most brilliant guy. And I know he's got, he's sharp as a tack. Oh, I, I talked to him during the whole Israeli really thing. He was sharp as a tack. Oh, all these people are coming out of the woodwork saying how sharp he is and how, how intelligent he is. And he's just, he's just, he's not, he's, he's not the guy we see with our own eyes on TV, doddering around, trying to figure out what he's saying can play an hour of, of stuff that this guy – the gaffes that this guy has had just in the last month. Calling people wrong names, t- talking about the president of Mexico, Sisi, who is the president of – the prime minister,
1: whoever he is. Or the, the, uh, what do they call him? This in, in Egypt, premier, whatever he is. One thing after another, and, and we're supposed to believe – Oh, he's the sharpest guy. He's, there's no more anybody more qualified to be president right now So that's what we're dealing with right now. And it's, it, now Donald Trump
0: had these documents under lock and key. NARA knows they knew exactly what documents were there. They were requesting certain documents back from him, and he was arguing about whether or not they had the right to take them. That's where they were. And, then, and NARA just decided, well, it's time to get those documents now. We're going to come get them. We're going to have a raid. He's re- he
1: was resisting a subpoena. Talk about resisting subpoenas. Oh, Biden, oh, Obama, his attorney general, resisted
0: subpoenas, resist, uh, resisted subpoenas from Congress, from NARA, everybody
1: else. Bill Clinton did the same thing. So did Reagan and Carter. They have all done this. They've all been back and forth with what did they get to keep
0: and what did they not not get to keep. And I guarantee you they've all, they've all walked off with top secret documents. I guarantee what would be considered classified information.
1: I guarantee you. But it only matters if you're the orange man with blonde hair. I see people complaining about Trump wanting to get an indefinite stay on this whole
0: thing about presidential immunity. They're, they're, they're saying, oh, he just – he shouldn't get pres- – he shouldn't get – he's just trying to delay, delay, delay. He, he, no, he should, he should be afforded the same kind of defense, the same kind of application of the law that everybody else would be. He should be allowed to – to request it, and they should be able to grant it based on criteria that is that precedent has been set. Precedent, not president. Precedent
1: has been set. Of course, this is unprecedented because there's never been a, a, a former president treated like this. Are, yeah.
0: There's a, there's a channel on YouTube called Mr. Reagan, if you get a chance. His, his, his last two have been pretty good. His last two shows have been really good. Uh, this, this morning's show was actually uh, – kind of went down this line of you know, why they, they call it – the reason they call it an insurrection. Because they have to use that term. That's what's in the, that's what's in the constitution. So they have to get, get that term. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with this, with this argument. Uh, supposedly, what, what it looks like from the arguments that are being made uh, in this case with the insurrection thing, um, so this is the Jack Smith can't, uh, case, it looks as if they're, they're leaning towards you know him getting off on that. They're, they're, that's not going to be an issue. The D.C. court, of course – it's so biased that everybody's making a big deal about it. oh, they found him you know now they're they're going to take it to the to the Supreme Court and the appellate court he's the whole thing is biased on if you're looking at the d c court, just just the way it is, it's
1: extremely left left leaning in that case. But I wanted to point out the differences between.
0: Joe Biden and Donald Trump in, the term, in terms of the way their court – their cases are set – are being leveled. And I, I guess that, that, that's where the – for me, that's where the big crux of it is because we're being told they're exactly – and, and you'll hear, you'll hear you're some pundits on MSNBC and CNN, and CNN uh, all those cases. What they're going to say is, oh, these cases are totally different, totally different. Well, they are totally different. Sometimes they'll say they're identical. No, they're not identical. And yes, they are very different. And in one case, Joe Biden committed crimes, a list of crimes, just with regard to documents. But no no reasonable prosecutor. I can just just hear James Comey saying that. No reasonable prosecutor would, would level any charges against him. Or we can't level charges against him because he's sitting president. Jack Smith wouldn't wait on that. He'd go after him
1: anyway. They would, they would have impeachment files right now going after the guy left and right. Now, if this whole thing ends up coming down to November, Donald Trump wins the election, he is going to have an uphill battle that is about 10 times worse than it was in 2016.
0: He caught them off guard in 2016, and now this is Elena Abba was recently being interviewed by one of the CNN folks, and she slammed back at this lady, and I think it was Aaron. What's her name?
1: And of course, Aaron was trying to act like she was just a non-biased journalist asking her questions. I could
0: I could play you a thousand hours of Aaron speaking about Donald Trump, laughing about him calling him names, doing all kinds of derogatory things, non-biased. She's non-biased. I'm supposed to all of a sudden believe she's non-biased now.
1: And Lena Abba just blasted her with the ridiculous questions that she was asking. Very telling. There's a lot of, a lot of
0: stuff I'd like to be able to play. I'm hoping that today uh, – if my schedule is light tomorrow, I'm going to really put together a show for Thursday and Friday because there's just a whole lot of audio that I need to go back and pick up and uh, just play. I think that I think it would be good to just go over some of the statements that have been made this this last week. Like I said, things are ramping up really fast. And the news cycle is going to continue to get hotter and hotter as we go into March, the first part of March, you'll see the news cycle kind of level off a little bit. As soon as March gets, gets going through and we see Super Tuesday coming up, all those things that start happening. Of course, this next week is going to be South Carolina primary. It's going to be very interesting. And uh, that's, that's going to be – we still have Nikki Haley out there screaming about why she should be the president and – and, and I see polls talking about, well, is, is Joe Biden too old? Now I see people on both sides saying, well, they're both too old. It's not about age. I, I have no problem. It's not ageism. It's not, it's, not, it's not the problem. The problem isn't with Joe being so old. That's not, that's not the issue.
1: My grandpa was in his 90s and he was still doing a Rubik's Cube. That's, that's not the issue. He had a little hard
0: time getting, getting around. He had hurt his, hurt his hip at one point. When he was younger, actually, and it started
1: giving him problems as he was getting older, he walked with a cane. But he was sharp as a tack. He was still filling the pulpit in his church occasionally. He wrote a book in his late 80s. Is there still hope for me yet? This is the kind of thing that they want to make it sound like, oh, he's just, they just don't like him because he's
0: old. No, that's not it at all. It's that he can't function anymore.
1: We can't have a guy like this running the executive branch of the government. Because he's not running it. He's just doing what they're telling him to do, going wherever he's.
0: I, I, and I, frankly, folks, this is bizarre, but I, I know this is going
1: to be, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theory guy here. But I got to tell you, this is kind of weird. There's some weird stuff going on here. Because I have seen some videos of Joe Biden recently. It doesn't look like Joe Biden. If you look at his skin, he's, he's either got an amazing makeup artist, or it's a
0: body double. I, I, there's just there's no other ways of looking at this. They've either got an amazing person with makeup and lighting and everything else. Some of these videos that they're showing of him making statements, and then other times when he's like trying to make it out to Air Force, to, to Marine One or whatever he's doing, I just kind of catch him at a at a shop somewhere. His his skin is wrinkled and crinkled and cracked and dry, and his eyes are squeezed. He's always got this scowl on his face, and all of a sudden he's smiling. He's got his eyes wide open. He's talking. He's sharp as a tack. Not really, but I mean, you know, still
1: stumbling over his words and kind of being a doddering guy. But the difference is stark. it does not look like the same guy to me. I'm sorry, but it just doesn't. In fact, there's little gaps in his teeth that are different, which is just blows my mind. But I don't know. I don't know what to tell you.
0: That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not going to get too deep into the conspiracy thing, but I'm just telling you
1: it's weird. <clears throat> now, having said all of that, I
0: will try to do my best to put together some information with, the, uh, with regard to what's happening with the uh, – uh, just a bunch of audio clips. I just, we just need to have some audio clips that, are, that kind of spell out the whole thing so we can talk about it tomorrow. I get a, a little bit more in-depth with some of the just, – just, we'll, d- we'll do a deeper dive in some of these issues and see how all that goes and in the meantime so it is uh tuesday right now right it's tuesday yeah tomorrow's wednesday and what we will do is um possibly there possibly will be a show tomorrow if there is a show it's probably going to be another late in the day show if there is one it's it's possible i could do one in the morning uh it all kind of depends on what they do with me tomorrow but i won't know until tonight about eight o'clock what's going to happen tomorrow so that's that's the problem with tomorrow Tomorrow, tomorrow, we'll see about tomorrow. So, in the meantime, thanks for listening. Thank you for uh, subscribing, sharing, passing this along to other people, other folks out there. And we'll try to put together some better, better information for the rest of the week and uh, get some better audio. Talk about some of the things we've talked about this week. And when anything else has happened to be going on this week. God bless, folks. Have a great evening. Pray for each other. Take care. Be careful out there, especially using the Northeast.